Hello, everyone, and greetings from One Oak Field in downtown Tulsa, where we bring you the Pop and Vod Show live, coming to you from the press box level. Ah, a little feedback there. Apologize about that. I'm Jeremy Poplin. This is the head coach of the Tulsa Roughnecks, David Vaudrill, coming off of the nil-nil draw to T2 uh, before they made their way down the turnpike to take on OKC on this past Saturday. Uh, coach, how are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. I'm enjoying the weather. It is a very, very nice day. And I said Saturday. I meant to say Wednesday. Yeah, great weather for this. I, I can only imagine that uh, training through having weather like this after going through a little bit of rough patch this weekend is kind of like a, a little blessing to wake up and have it like this. Yeah, uh, don't tell anybody, but I might even give the guys a day off tomorrow. What? A couple of hard practices. They're, you're going to have yoga, day though. Off? They have mandatory ah. yoga. So if anyone's worried about the discipline, <laughs> <of> yoga <laughs> yoga is where we get the discipline. Yes. Uh, do you uh, do you hop in with them on yoga class? I could, but um, sometimes they're at the same time that my son gets off the bus from okay, school. Okay, all right. So I'm not uh, not always available. Mm. Is that I do it on is my that, own. Is that do for real, or is that just an excuse to not do yoga? No, no, no. Okay. Last year they were all at three o'clock, and my son gets off the bus at three twenty. So okay, all right. I just not, didn't know. Not available. Some people are some people are fans of yoga. Some people aren't. I have to give uh, Coach Lloyd support when we're in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I would like to see some of that support that you give while he's in there. Uh, some of your thoughts. Uh, last time that we saw the Roughnecks out here on the pitch at One Oak. You know, generally it was positive. Uh, I thought we should have done better in front of the goal, and we should have scored the goal. We needed the three points, and uh, you know we had some chances. I thought we started slow again, which is a problem. Uh, that you know we changed the formation, and uh, I thought the back three and in general the defense was not bad. We uh, we had a lot of numbers. It wasn't always perfect because we really only had about a day to to put in the three back system. So there was a lot of confusion as there's always going to be when you've only done something for a couple of days like that after playing basically four two three one for the last year and uh, four months. You know, so uh, but I thought it was positive. You know, uh, guys are getting fitter. You see Gabby Arce there. He, he came alive in the second half and was dangerous, had three or four shots, hit the crossbar, getting into the flow of the game. We told him at halftime that he needs to stop dribbling and holding the ball in the mm -hmm. middle of the field to release it quickly and get forward and save his energy and save his uh, – technical ability for the final third and I think he took that to heart and he was more dangerous you see Rivas had two good shots yeah. he's just a little unlucky maybe a little little bit of a rush you know falling down instead of falling down and shooting you know you want him to take that extra step and if it's not open cut it but you got to got to put our shots on uh, on target from what we saw from from Gabby this this past Wednesday I mean that that to me looked like more and that was an incredible say by the way that yeah. that looked like more probably what what you the, the grand vision of, of bringing in Arce what it what it's supposed to look like with his technical ability sure and you see Santiago Maidana there I mean remember the original plan was to have John Perez up top Gabby and Santi and Rivas behind and that I think maybe saw it for 15 minutes yeah. for this Portland game for the first time all year, including the preseason. So, you know, Portland is not quite as – they're young, but I think they went down after, you know, on a three-game trip, you know, a three-game span there and played pretty strong against us and played very strong against OKC. So, you know, there's not too many teams – even last year there were MLS – uh, USL teams that were very, very young, almost like academy yeah. teams that were kind of a given, a given win sometimes. And yeah, I don't think that's the case. I think every team realizes they have to compete. Doesn't do any good to go out there and get beat, you know, 20 games out of the year. So, you know, Portland was a, a decent match for us. I still think we've got more to give, you know, with these 
13, 14 days between that past game in Fresno. We have to increase our, our fitness, our discipline, our focus. Now we've had three days to work on the three-back line. You know, at the moment, we, we're, we're, we're looking at changing into playing a three-back system. And, uh, you know, but it takes time, and it takes a lot of work. So another long practice today. Uh, usually we go an hour and a half, and today I think we went about 145, 150, and uh, worked real hard for a couple of days and probably take tomorrow off and then go uh, Thursday, Friday, scrimmage Oklahoma Wednesday on Saturday, and then rest Sunday, and then Monday, Tuesday, two big tactical days and a travel day to Fresno. And we, we absolutely have to get three points. Before we get into the three back, uh, I want to go back to Portland for a moment because I, I think you said something that's interesting. You know, you, you have seen at least a commitment from, from the T2 side because, yes, they have academy players, but they're more, they're more the guys that they're bringing off of the bench. They've done a good job of going out and signing guys either with, like, Jadama, who's on a first-team contract. But they, they go in and bring Phillips, guys that are still young but have experience at this level and fill them in. And I think that they've – that's the approach that they're going to take forward, and I, I think that you're going to start to see a little bit more of that from some of the two sides. Yeah, you know, and it's not, you know, the, the starting, like you said, the starting group is not a young academy side. We've, right. seen, we've seen these guys for a year or so now, you know, uh, Augustine Williams, Arboleto mm -hmm. hardly looks like a young, uh, you know, player. Zambrano is a, you know, a South American pro. This is his second year in the league now. So they have, uh, they have some real good players out there who who know their way around the field so you know it, w it was positive obviously we could have scored you have three or four shots there in the second half that were all very dangerous and the keeper either made a great save or one off the crossbar and uh, you know Rivas puts two over the top and Santiago puts one or two over the top so if we hadn't been generating the chances then uh, you know I think there'd be more cause for concern but obviously we're we're we're, we're dying for the points the three points was you know, absolutely uh, critical for us, and we didn't come away with it. So nothing to sit back and, and pat ourselves on the back about. Uh, we're going real hard. There's a lot of competitiveness. And, uh, you know, as a coach right now, I'm not sitting on my laurels. You know, today it's very intense. Today was a high-pressure day, and getting on players who are either too casual or, or give the ball away too easy or not reacting on defense quick enough and putting in the effort to play defense. So... You know, we're we're starting to get healthy. We're starting to get more competition for spots. All of a sudden, all the MLS teams who were not able to give us any loans last two, three, four games now they're they're calling me. So I expect us to have a couple of loan players in the next couple of games. And uh, you just you you want that competition because if people get casual and they they're happy with the way the performance are, they're happy with the results are. We're not happy, you know. And it's it's easy to forget that last year we had uh, Joey Calistri and Colin Fernandez starting every game. We had Brant Bronico and Jacory Hayes in here, you know, multiple 9, 10, 11 games in the season. So um, that's coming, and uh, people have to realize that that's part of the, the that's part of the structure of our team. And there's always going to be competition. So you know the message is being relayed and we're not going to sit back and rest and you know discipline is the other thing we're still taking too many cards uh there were a couple plays out there where we could have gotten cards and we didn't get cards and uh that's another thing if you put your team in jeopardy i've, I've told the guys if you take a yellow card that's going to give me more impetus to take you off the field so we don't risk the second yellow card and the red card and uh 
you know, we have to, in all areas of the game, we have to be vigilant. We have to be, uh, you know, at a high level of professionalism. Let's go back to your decision for the three-man back line. Uh, kind of walk me through that process and now moving forward, what do you see from that that you think can be beneficial? Well, it, it comes because of the style of our players. You know, with Adrian, Claudio, and Cisco, uh, you have three center backs. And to try and stick one of them out wide is not really the, the, the ideal thing. You know, we put Adrian out there, and, you know, he's not a right back. He, he fill in, fill, filled in admirably, but it's not his position. Um, if I put Paris back there or Josh back there, that's fine. But um, this way with the three in the back, it keeps us a little closer together when we build up too. I thought we were struggling getting out of the back. And you spread two center backs and you push your outside backs up the field and it makes uh, a very flat, long, horizontal line between the two center backs. This way we play a little more of a triangle and they're, they're closer together. So they can move the ball between the three of them much faster. You saw that the number of passes, short passes in the back went way up yeah. last game. Uh, so it, 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 it does a little bit differently on both sides of the ball. And, uh, but it's mostly playing to our strengths. We, I think we've got two very strong center backs, three very so strong center backs. Josh Morton can be a center back. Uh, Jonathan Levin has been cleared by the doctors. He'll be training with us for the first time tomorrow. He's a potential center back or another defensive midfielder. So, you know, every day we get more competitive. We get more healthy bodies. And, uh, you know, the, the good thing about playing three in the back is it gives you some more numbers up front and hopefully we're a little more dynamic on both sides of the ball. And it had to make you at least feel positive knowing that you only had a very short amount of time to, to switch to that and, and the results that you saw with the amount of passes. Yeah, I mean, we gave up. We gave up a decent amount of chances I think they missed a couple of pretty clear headers uh, not guaranteed goals but we did give up some chances so we want to see that uh, we want to see that shore up a little bit more we don't want to give up as many chances uh, Fabian didn't have a lot to do but there were chances and we had a couple of situations we gave some you know three on three breaks four on three breaks but in general it, you know it's going to be an adjustment. Now there's, with Yvonne being by himself, we have to have more guys showing back in the middle when we're trying to build out of the back, and that's an adjustment because uh, it changes our structure and changes our rotation. So we're, we're getting through that. I'm glad we still have another uh, three, four, five days to work on instead of just coming to play on Saturday. That was one of the benefits of making the change then is we have a little more time between 13, 14 days between Fresno and then another 10 days before Sacramento, we have a lot of time to really get the get the new system down. So hopefully it'll keep getting better and we'll, you know, it takes just repetitions to right, see yeah. what are the differences when the other team comes. Every team plays a little bit differently. So as you get more repetitions, they get to work through the problems and tactically. You, you saw that we got really flattened out against Portland the first 25, 30 minutes. Uh, because we hadn't gotten the rotation down and just the knowledge of each other. We went all preseason playing four in the back, and now to switch with two days, it was you knew it's going to take some time. But it's getting better. Still a lot to work on. How has Mirkovic adjusted to that? And has he played uh, in a system like that before? Uh, I'm not really sure. It's not so much his adjustment as everybody else's. Yeah. You know, he's still in the same more or less positions on the field. It's everybody else. Um, you know, it, it's a much different dynamic when you try and build out of the back and people are showing back to the ball to fill in the spaces to the left and the right of him and to give more options. It should give us more options and more short yeah. passes and more more triangles and more options. But it's definitely, it a, work, it's definitely been, a work in progress. It probably should have been phrased a little bit differently because if, from my perspective, communication kind of changes there, knowing that he's, he's expecting more people to show back. 
in a situation like that. Yeah, and, and you know, it's you're basically playing three in a line vertically. So at any given time, you have say your left. I call it left back, left defense, midfielder, left wing. So at any time in those three guys, one of them or two of them has to be inside and one or two of them have to be outside. Um, so that knowledge of, okay, you're inside, I'm going to be outside. Or you're outside, I need to be inside, but I need to come and show on the side of Ivan. You know, we're, we're still working through that. We're going to show some video of some teams that do that and do it very well. Uh, some of the different teams that play in a similar style and uh, and just keep working on it how do you balance having what 13 days between games and then another 10 before the Sacramento match well we're scheduling scrimmages you know we're playing Oklahoma Wesley and I think uh, a joint training with them on Saturday so we'll we'll train we'll play we might try and get uh, Tulsa Athletics or another college team, whatever whatever works. But we have to stay busy. You have to keep the competitive sharpness. So when you do that, you come in normal time, an hour and 15 minutes before. You do a full warm-up, and you got to treat it like a game. Fresno uh, and the challenges that they present. And, I mean, we, we know Kafa extremely well from his time here last year. What have you seen from them uh, so far here in the early portion of the season? You know, it's it's a new team. It reminds me of uh, reminds me of what we were last year and also this year. You know, mm -hmm. a team that's still trying to find the right shape and the right the right combination. Um, you know, they have a lot of uh, a lot of guys that seem to be in different positions. You yeah. know, uh, Barrera. We've never seen him play holding midfielder. Uh, Ribeiro was a striker with Orlando City, and now he's playing holding midfielder. Uh, you know they were a little. They've changed up this, the lineup and changed up the formation just a little bit. So we'll have to kind of prepare for both and uh, do do watch a lot of video and get familiar with them. But you know Jamal on the one side and Kafa and and Barrera. These are some high level players. You know, so we have to be aware. Uh, and uh, but it's more about what we do. Yeah. I mean, I think that they're open enough and their their team is a new new team that there's enough opportunity, enough space out there that we need to control right. the ball. I mean, we're, we might not press all over the field on the road, but we definitely want to dominate the game and have more of the ball, which, you know, I think is something we haven't done yet all year is had, you know, had a majority of the possession. So that would be the first goal is to make sure that we're out there and keep the ball as much as possible and make them chase. You know, that one thing about uh, Barrera and Ribeiro playing in the midfielders, they're not out and out defenders they're more attacking players so we want to put them under as much pressure as possible and we want to uh and, sure, and uh, cough and cough that's my uh, your yoga appointment my yoga appointments <laughs> let the dog out so we want to put those guys under as much pressure as possible and make them defend as much as possible uh, you know they they do remind me a little bit of uh in a way just uh, individual play and I remember that being the case with Phoenix last year it seemed like Phoenix was built around you know a handful of players and it was more individually before they came together there for that late push towards the end of the season is what Fresno reminds me of and Fresno has other options they have Ronnie Argueta who hasn't started a whole lot but you could put him in the defensive midfield and he's definitely a defender first and guy with a lot of so they have options so we can't just sit there and look at the at the game tape and feel like we know them a hundred percent they've got they've got options uh, I've got the guy Cooper out wide, the Feiwu, you know, different guys playing left-sided players. So, um, you know, it's a it's a decent team who's had, you know, they've gotten some wins and uh, they're going to be playing at home. So it's going to be real difficult to manage, you know, a quick flight out there, one practice, and then prepare for the game and go play in a new building that we've never played in before against a, a young, hungry team, you know, a new team.
that, that is fighting for the points just like we are. Yeah, they absolutely are. How important is this next stretch of games for you guys going on the road? You know, they're all important. <laughs> I always remember as a rookie listening to our coach say, listen, if we can just win these two games, then the next four games are really easy. And it always turns out upside down. And, you, you, you know, all those, if we could just get through this stretch, every game is important. You know, I'm not really looking down the line. We're doing video and doing stuff for two and three games down the road. But really, it's just Fresno. Uh, you know, if we have a cushion and we're up in the playoff position and we've got some time off, then maybe you uh, you change your, as a coaching staff, you change your focus a little bit. But right now, every every game is important. We've got to climb out of the cellar, and uh, and and get three points. So it doesn't matter whether you're on the road, you're at home against a strong team, against a weak team. At the position we're in, we have to win every game. Health wise. Everyone uh, come out of uh, last Wednesday okay? or Yes, everyone that played came out okay. We're still uh, protecting Mike Gamble and Christian mm -hmm. Rodriguez are still not available and not training. They're, they're doing warm-up and doing controlled uh, activity, but they're not, they're not ready to play. Uh, John Perez is getting better. Uh, I don't know if he's uh, eligible to start next week, but he's getting healthier and uh, seems to be doing pretty well in practice. So... Uh, but, you know, you get Bins back, you get Riggs back. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Levin's going to – I don't think he'll be in shape to play right away, but hopefully by the end of the month he's another option that can – you know, who played a big role for us last year, started a lot of games down the stretch and in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, now, the, now the MLS teams are calling us. So yeah. I, I expect us to have a couple different options, and uh, we have to pick the right time and uh, without upsetting the chemistry, but uh, get get as much as we can out of uh, the whole roster. Yeah, and that's another great point that I was going to recap for those that might be joining us a little bit late. Um, now is the point where we might start to see some new faces on here on loan. Uh, what's the, uh, Is this a uh, weekly, almost daily conversation back and forth with Chicago now? Yeah, not just Chicago. You know, we got calls from a couple other teams. Um, you know, Dallas has been really hurt. They're another team that I know eventually yeah. is going to be looking. But, you know, this is going to be the f the last slow month. The next two months we have, what, six or seven <laughs> games, plus you're going to have open cups. So even if we haven't gotten the games and the, the loan games from MLS now, we're going to have to get them uh, next month and the next after that. So we, we want to set the precedent now. Everyone knows that they're coming. Um, so it's important that – we you know take advantage of whatever you can get every resource that we have mm -hmm. every healthy body you got to put out the best best 11 players you can every game and the best uh, six or seven off the bench so we are going to be real aggressive final one uh, with Jonathan Levin coming in um, you said maybe probably not you know fit enough to start or, or to be inserted but do you have a timetable for him I would say by the end of the month, you know, I'm not going to rush him. He coming off of a of surgery, had foot surgery, and had uh, I think he's got a pin that he just took out, and he just got released fully by his surgeon back there, and he passed our exams and our physicals. So he'll start training with us. He's been training a little bit with FC Dallas, is where he got hurt on trial down there. So uh, he's been released by them. He'll start training with us tomorrow. And then I would say I wouldn't want to push it too hard, but I'd say end of April, probably beginning of May is a time where you'd say he'd be available and fully fit to, to push for a starting spot. Well, Coach, enjoy the rest of the great weather coming up this week. Uh, thank you, as always, for taking a few minutes to come on with us. Don't go too hard on the guys. 
you even mentioned might give him a day off with the beautiful weather that we have here. But uh, thanks so much for taking time. Thanks for having me. Coach David Bodrill. I'm Jeremy Poplin saying have a great uh, rest of your week. I'm going to get that straight before this season is over, Coach. Those W words are just not working with me right now, I promise. I'm going to straighten it out, I promise. I know. one of those check hats. Please do. Kill the wabbit. And I will wear it. Kill the wabbit. I will wear it proudly. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you back here next time on the Poplin Bod Show.